I'll start with a, an introductory story. It has to do with the war. I read the story a few weeks ago. The story is about what happened, one of the events of the, the terrible uh, first day of the war, Simchas Torah. There was a uh, family on one of the kibbutzim, a very, very secular family, and uh, which included some small children in the family. And their house was under attack from all sides, uh, except they discovered that they could jump out the back window, which was off to the... And they hid behind a bush, successfully, for many hours. It was really a miraculous, because they said there were children there, and to be able to be quiet, and it was within a few feet of the terrorists running back and forth, looking for people. Their son had been preparing for his bar mitzvah. And as part of the preparation, his tutor taught him to say Shema Yisrael. And over and over again, hiding behind the bush, they kept on saying, Shema Yisrael, Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad, for many hours. And, Baruch Hashem, this family was saved. So I'm going to start with a question which is on my mind, and I would like to share it with you. Perhaps the question that I have will also be a question that you will have as well. Achtus, unity is in the air. But just what is it? What is Jewish achtus? And is there more than one kind of Jewish achtus? In our parshas, we are introduced to Achtos in parshas Vayetze. When it says that Yaakov Avinu was running away, it says, Vayikach me'avne hamokom, he took from the stones of the place, and he and he put it around his head, and he went to sleep. And then when he woke up, it says, he found the Evan, the single stone. The Medrash says, right, Rashi brings the first part of the Medrash, but the Medrash says, Rabbi Yehuda Omer, He said, Yaakov Avinu took 12 stones. And it was in recognition of the fact that HaKadosh Baruch Hu said that there's going to be 12 different tribes. There are going to be 12 tribes. And he said, Omar, Yaakov Avinu said, Avraham lo ha'amidam. Avraham Avinu didn't have the schus of having 12 tribes. Avraham Avinu had a son who was not a tzaddik. Ishmael went astray. Yitzchak lo ha'amidam. Yitzchak also didn't have that schus. Yitzchak had a son, Esau. Ani, he says, I, Yaakov, if these 12 stones will become joined together, I know that I will be Zochet to have 12 
Shvatim, the twelve tribes. Kivan shenitachuyut beit avanim zulazu, and then when that happened, when from the avne hamokom, from those stones came the one single stone, yada. Then he knows. Then he knew that he would have. This is the first that I know of reference to this idea that the Jewish people have to be one. We have twelve shvatim. But Yaakov Avinu knew that only if they would become one would they be the people, the nation, the family that Akhoi Borcho had in mind. And that's what happened. So Yaakov Avinu was reassured. And from this we see that even stones can exhibit achtos. On the other hand, at the end of Yaakov Avinu's life, we are given a living, breathing picture of what Jewish Achtos really should be. In Parshas Vaychi, we find the twelve sons of Yaakov Avino are gathered around his deathbed, waiting to hear great revelations about the end of days. Yaakov Avino says, right, hey, gather together and I will tell you, that which is going to happen to you at the end of days. And Rashi tells us, Bikesh Yaakov Legalos Asachkets, Yaakov wanted to reveal the end of days. And what happened? The nistalka mimenu shechina. But he wasn't able to. The shechina was removed. The shechina left him. And he wasn't able to do that. The Gemara in Pesachim elaborates on this. The Gemara in Pesachim says, when he, when he realized that he was not able to reveal because the shechina had left him, all of a sudden, Yaakov Avinu was afraid. Maybe among my children, the twelve people are gathered around me. Maybe one of them, there's a psul. And he said, and there's historical precedent for this. Right? My father Yitzchak, he had Esau. So maybe this is what's going on here. Maybe out of all the twelve people, maybe there is some psul, something wrong with one of my children. So the children said to him, no. Shema Yisrael. Yisrael. Addressing Yisrael, their father. He said, Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. Kishem she belibcha, ein belibcha el echad. Just like in your heart there's only one. Kach belibbeinu ein el echad. That's we have one. This is the Jewish unity of the people coming together around Yaakov Avinu, proclaiming the truth and which joins together. This is what binds us together. Our belief, our knowledge that Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. The Torah describes how the entire Jewish people gathered around Har Sinai and said, Nasa Ishma. This is Jewish Achtus. Jewish Achtus is Aliyah Larego. All the Jewish males go up to the Beis Amikdash three times a year in order to take part in proclaiming that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is one and that we are part of his uh, part of his people. Achtus is the Hakel, which takes place once every seven years, where everybody, men, women, and children, come together in order to hear the king read from the Torah. 
when Jews are united in keeping the Torah, the Shekhinah dwells amongst us. When we sin, the Shekhinah withdraws, and destruction soon follows. That's the picture of Achtos that we have, if we look at it from one perspective. And my question is as follows. What are we to make for the calls of Achtos between us who seek the Shekhinah, who want to bring the Shekhinah into the world, and to those of our brethren whose behavior would drive away the Shekhinah? Can there be unity with people whose behavior would lead to the warning, as it says in Parshas Acharemos, Velo the land will spit you out if you don't live up to the rules of the Torah. Can, can there be achdus with people whose intention is to secularize the Jewish people, chas v'sholem, and bring, make the Jewish people into a different kind of nation than we have historically been for the last few thousand years? How can we bridge this? How can we understand the call for achdus if in the light of what Jewish achdus really is, the achdus around the Beis HaMikdash, the achdus around the Shekhinah. So I'm going to try to attempt, an, attempt to answer this question. We'll start with the Pasuk in this week's Parsha, which is the name of the Shmuz. So it says in the Pasuk, Vayomer. First, we have, we have two Pasukim in the Parsha. We have Vayomer. Uh, the angel said, your name is not will no longer be Yaakov, but it will become Yisrael. Because you have struggled, you have overcome man, God and man, and you have succeeded. And then later, Baruch himself comes, this is the angel, foretelling the fact that Yaakov Avinu's name would eventually be changed by Akadosh Baruch Hu. And later in the parsha we have, Akadosh Baruch Hu actually says, "Vayomer lo Elokim, Shimcha Yaakov." Your name now is Yaakov, lo Yitariot Yaakov, Shimcha Yaakov. Your name is not going to be Yaakov anymore. Kim Yisrael Yeshmecha. Your name is going to become Yisrael. Vayikrod Shmo Yisrael. Rashi says, "Lo Yaakov, lo Yomer Od Shabrachot Baulacha BiAkava UBermiyah." It will not be longer said that your that you, the brachos that you got. Right, that you purchased from your brother came through with a kavah or meyah with weakness and deceit. But rather it came to you with through power and integrity. Two aspects. There's the aspect of the weakness. There's a weaker aspect and a stronger aspect. We know the Gemara and Brochus tells us that when Avram Avinu's name was changed from Avram to Avraham, the Gemara tells us we are no longer allowed to use the name Avram. However, we do know the same Gemara tells us that regarding the change from Yaakov to Yisrael, the Gemara tells us, Lo Yaakov mimkomo. The name Yaakov is not uprooted. It's not completely gone. Ela Yisrael Ikar, the Ikar name, the main name of the important name is Yisrael. The Yaakov Tafelo, and Yaakov is 
secondary. That's the that's how the Gemara expresses it. And many Mephorshim, right, we find the names Yaakov and Yisrael used, sometimes Yaakov, sometimes Yisrael. Many Mephorshim attempt to find exactly what the pattern is, but Megadol, the idea seems to be that when Yaakov is relatively weak, when Yaakov is suffering, so then his name is Yaakov. Yisrael represents the strength of our forefather. The Malbim explains in many places in Tanakh that Yisrael refers to the prominent leaders, the Gedolim of, of Am Yisrael, and Yaakov refers to the Hamonam, to the masses. And even when we look in the Chumash, when the Torah was given, uh, women are referred to as Beit Yaakov, men are referred to as Bnei Yisrael, women in their supporting roles, but men in the prominent roles. This is the name Yaakov in Yisrael. Yaakov is the weaker name, the Akova, right? the Remia, right? and Yisrael is the stronger name. So moving ahead, maybe we can also think about an idea which was made very prominent by Rabbi Soloveitchik, the Chronicle of Rocha. He's spoken about two levels of bris, two levels of covenant which join together the Jewish people. And he uses the terms Brit Goral and Brit Yud. Brit Goral, covenant of fate, and Brit Yud is covenant of mission. Classic brisker two dinim. The Brit Goral, just very, very superficial terms, the Brit Goral, the covenant of fate, is based on the fact that we are family. We share a common fate. The Goyim hate us all. No matter how much we try to ingratiate ourselves with them, no matter how much we try to imitate them, to be, pretend that we're one of them, that we're like them, they don't distinguish. We're all part of the same family. We're all, we all come from the same root. This level, and we share responsibility for each other, as members of a family share responsibility for each other. But this level of Brit, the connectedness between us, is on a relatively low level. It's a kind of ethnic connection, and it doesn't have any life to it. It's essentially defensive. It's like drawing the wagon train into a tight circle, making sure that nobody can get in. For all the good that it accomplishes, and for all its critical importance, its purpose is self-preservation without direction. It just is. It's a circle chasing its tail. But Am Yisrael has a far greater mission than that and a far greater Brit than that. Am Yisrael is joined together in a mission we call the Brit Yehud. We're there to, we're here in this world to fix the world, to bring HaKadosh Baruch Hu into the world, to bring the world to its destiny, to its messianic destiny. With every tefillah that we say, we bring divine shefa into the world. 
with every word of Torah that we learn, we breathe holiness and divinity into our souls and into our individual souls and the collective soul of Klai Yisrael. With every act of chesed that we do, we are imitating HaKadosh Baruch Hu. We're bringing the divine into our bodies, into our hands, into our feet, and into our hearts and our minds. And all of this, as we said, moving forward. There's a goal, there's a purpose, there's a direction towards L'takin Olam and And because we have this bris with Hashem, we're held accountable. The Torah is full of what happens to the Jewish people if we, chas do not fulfill the covenant. We have parshas of Tochocha, Kitavo, Nisavim, Ve'ele, Chazinu. Just read the parshas of the end of parshas of Orem. Over and over again, we're told what's going to happen to us if for some reason we don't keep the Brit that we have. If we sin, we're punished. And not only that, if somebody else sins, we're punished. Call Yisrael Aravim Zelizah. We're all responsible for each other. This defines an achdus on a whole different level. It's an active, living achdus. It is a mission, not fate. It's purpose and not mere destiny. So I'd like to suggest that the name Yaakov is connected to the Brit Goral. This is the primary existence of Am Yisrael on that level. Our national family, our ethnicity, the name of Yisrael is connected to our national mission. It was Yaakov Avinu's victory over the angel that marked the transition from family to nation. Tonight, we have a great event. We're going to be coming together with members of other yeshivas, the Balchuva yeshivas, colleagues and peers, for an evening of Achdus. It's a very historic event. It hasn't happened. Well, Chuvi Yeshivas have been around for something like 50 years. Right? But I would like to try to us, help us understand the depth of this historical moment. It's not merely an event. It's a celebration. And we should understand that you, the Talmudim, sitting in this room, are part of a community of hundreds of young men, and let's not forget women, today participating in the yeshivas, learning in these yeshivas, and over the course of the decades, thousands and thousands of people have come to learn Torah, have come to change their lives, have come to partake of the national mission of Am Yisrael. (coughs) You, out of choice, have elevated yourselves above the involuntary participation in the Brit Goral. All of us, all of you. The Brit Goral is something that you can't escape. You're Jews, you were born Jews, right? you became Jews. Right? That's something that is an involuntary kind of thing. That's the Brit Goral. It's going to chase you wherever you're going to go. Right? It's going to chase you to Berkeley, it's going to chase you too. Right? <laughs> to Columbia, it's going to chase you. Right? I don't have to go through all the names. Right? It's going to chase you. Right? It's there wherever you're going to be. Right? But you have chosen to take on 
full membership in the Brit Yehud. So this is your Achtas celebration. Celebrating the fact that you are no longer cultural Jews, social Jews, culinary Jews, etc., etc. You have chosen to become covenantal Jews of the highest order. At the beginning of his journey, Yaakov Avinu experienced the Achtas of stones, inanimate objects, who unite to be the protective fortress around his head as he sleeps and dreams his immortal dreams. At the end of the journey, these twelve stones are transformed into twelve shifteka, the twelve tribes. Yisrael Avinu is surrounded by his twelve sons who reassure him, Shema Yisrael, hear our father Israel. Yes, we can pro- proclaim Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad. So, to conclude, we can't forget our brothers with whom we share a common goal, a common goral, I mean. Can't, right? And that Brit goral is something that we have to take very seriously and live up to our responsibility. Because Jews are suffering, Jews are still in captivity, suffering in ways that we can't even imagine. Jews are fighting, are giving up their lives. And we have a responsibility to be with them, to daven for them, to help them in whatever way we can. But at the same time, we mustn't forget our loyalty to the divine mission, to our yud, to bringing the Shekhinah into the world, to making the world move towards its ultimate goal of Mashiach, of redemption. And that means that we have to constantly reinforce our own commitment to Torah, to mitzvahs, to lima Torah, to doing all the things which we know are the core and the essence of what it means to be a Jew, what it means to be a Jew, living up to the responsibilities of a Jew. So these two things we have to always keep in the same mind. We have to keep in mind together the Yaakov aspect of Am Yisrael, and the Israel aspect of Am Yisrael. So, our tefillah is, may we soon be zocher to see all the children of Yaakov join together to be part of united Am Yisrael, proclaiming Hashem Elokeinu Hashem Echad, and not just when people are hiding behind the bush. <laughs>